I am Elijah. I am primarily a freelance editor. Excuse me, that's your line. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hi everybody. This is Grumble Pack. Hello. I literally can't figure out how to do that the same way every time, even though know. we just did a recording. You would think we would have some <laughs> sense of consistency by this point, but no. Nope. I am Elijah. I am primarily a freelance illustrator and also game dev, which I believe I forgot to say last time. You can find most of my work on Twitter at E-L-I-D-E-E-Art, or you can find my portfolio site at elywinstrom.com. And I am Jasmine Gower. I am a fantasy author and freelance editor and game dev. <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JAS underscore Gower, or you can find my author website at jasminegower.com and my editing website at publishing.jasminegower.com. So, what we're talking about today is something we've talked about a couple times before. Yes. But we both love it and we want to talk about it more. It's very good. I So I was gonna get further into it. Mm-hmm. I did not. <laughs> That's I okay. was playing Neopets instead, which That's, is not a valid excuse. I was gonna say that you're valid because we're in quarantine and anything no. is valid. <laughs> no, E-Shade is definitely the superior gaming experience. Um, so it's been a couple weeks since I played yeah. it and I have not finished it yet. That's fair. You are 100% responsible for me playing this game essentially in three sittings. So. Nice. <laughs> I think you actually gave a really good summary of the game when we talked about it to begin with. Can you talk about your impressions of these shades so far and perhaps where you are at right now? It is the most serene video game I've ever played. This is in spite of it starting with your character being caught in a shipwreck. I was gonna say. Like, yeah, I, I have hydrophobia, so mm-hmm. the idea of being in a ship when it's going underwater is yeah. like, I, I would rather be shot with a gun, honestly. <laughs> I would rather have that experience. But even that element of the game being present and like the first thing that happens, still the most serene video game I've ever played. It, I think part of the reason I latched onto it is it has this really good blend of visuals and music mm-hmm. that make literally every step you take feel like you are on a grand adventure. Yeah. And despite the fact that while I was playing, I had some pretty persistent like visual glitches, I loved it and enjoyed it so much that it didn't take me out of it. I was just having so much goddamn fun and it was fulfilling the wanderlust that I cannot currently fulfill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a great going outside simulator. Uh, but it's got kind of a mist vibe, mm-hmm. I think. Not as abstract in its world building, mm-hmm. which is maybe not better than mist, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a different experience. It's a little more just taking a hike through nature, yeah. basically, going to some towns and talking to some people. Have you... Now, I'm going to try and figure out where you are <laughs> in the game's well, it's progression. Well, a little, a little hard to judge, because it's not super linear. It's not. It's a little linear, but not a whole lot. There is, um, the main goal of the game is to find these four areas on East Shade and paint them to memorialize your mother. But there are some pretty, now that I've played the whole thing and put my feet on every single part of that map now, good god, I could not figure out one specific area. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think there's some pretty hard, uh, plot points that you have to hit in the beginning. Mm-hmm. The 
two most obvious being the toll bridge that you run into. Right, yeah, I've gone past the toll bridge. And then there is the big central city that you need to get into, and to get into it you need to have four letters of recommendation from friends around the island. Right, and I have not yet gotten those letters of recommendation. Okay. I've gotten some of them, I think. Okay. Not enough to get in the city. Have you wandered out to the Blushwood Forests yet? Is that the one with all the pink trees? Yes. Yes. I love that area. It's beautiful. It's basically it's pink fir trees, and I want to steal that and put it in every world that I make now. It's so pretty. <laughs> it has a very not pressing sort of theme to it, because mm-hmm. you just you just sort of wander, and you paint things that you think are pretty, and maybe occasionally you'll be like, yeah, I can go trap that fox for you, friend, because I like animals. Yeah. <laughs> or I will go to the nearest inn now, because I would like to not pass out. Right. There's a lot of very, I don't want to say hidden world building, but there's world building that I definitely wasn't expecting to come across. Mm-hmm. You can read books as you find them, and you pick right. them up, and you read them, and you gain inspiration so that you may paint things. Yes. And you actually learn a lot about the world through that. Mm-hmm. And once you get to the big city, you uncover a, a plot thread that is essentially, there is a type of tea brewed in east shade which has a whole thing about drinking tea and sharing tea yes. with people there's a type of, sh- of tea that is brewed that will give you dreams and i believe there is a schism between a group of religious leaders and a group of people who just want to drink the dang tea and be chill because the religious leaders believe that you should only give that specific tea as an offering to the goddess whereas these people are like we have the tea it's cool <laughs> We're gonna drink it. (laughs) There's a specific quest where you can receive, essentially, a quote-unquote message from the goddess where a mean priestess lady is like, here, go put this on the secret tea that we know these people have. And I'm pretty sure it's supposed to kill it, but I don't know because I sided with the non-religious people because they just want to be fucking chill. They also just gave me some of their tea because I was cool, so... (laughs) And you're not a narc. Yeah, basically. (laughs) You're not allowed to take it out of the area, but you basically sit in this little floating basket in a chill-ass water area under the city, and you drink some tea, and you have a dream about jumping on giant pillows. Like, what could be wrong about that? There's a lot of hidden little areas, too. I got to the point where I could build a a reed canoe, Mm -hmm. which means that you can paddle around in the ocean. So in this game, you can literally paddle around the entire island from the ocean. And there's an area that has a bunch of really complex cave networks. And one of the caves has glowworms all up in the ceiling and it just it sparkles and it's pretty that is where i did have one of the worst visual glitches though (laughs) because i think it was something about the the like rendering distance i have i had set up on it Mm. or either that or my computer couldn't handle certain aspects of it but i went into this cave and the point of it is that it is dark in the cave and there are little glowworms everywhere so it looks like they're stars um, if I didn't angle things exactly correctly, the cave would act like I was still outside, oh. and the, the lighting would be like full on, oh, no. full day. Like <laughs> that was disappointing. Uh, yeah, this game does, I think, require some pretty hefty graphics cards mm-hmm. to run. I know my my laptop just can't run this game. Yeah. So you can adjust the the graphics so that you can get better performance. You know, with lower resolution. But this is, like, I'm not usually that picky about graphics. Mm -hmm. This is the only game that I've ever been like, I have to play on high graphics. I have to. It's so pretty. Like, I I really cannot stress enough how pretty this game is. It's, yeah. 
It's oh god, completely gorgeous. There's a point where you can take a hot air balloon ride. What? Yes. Oh you my can take god. A hot air ba- Look at the we've got the the pictures for it up here. Oh yeah, literally. I see the hot air balloon. Yeah, you can take a hot air balloon ride because you help this lady get her business off the ground quite literally. Uh. And um, well, first you help her rename it because she calls it the, like the Neverland or something, and she keeps coming up with increasingly bad names for something that you're going to be flying in. Right. Um, but you essentially help her start her business, and she's like, hey, you can ride for free now, and you get in this hot air balloon. And it's this very slow sequence where you just see the entire island underneath you, and it's beautiful. And the musical cues know what the fuck is up. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think I can stress enough how well this game times its music, and I don't know how they do it either. Because I think it's if you enter certain areas or certain times of day, certain music scores will trigger. Mm. But it's always just amazing. Spot on, yeah. Although I don't know if you had the same issue that I did with the rain, where when it rains, it immediately begins pouring and all of this light lighting changes, and it literally scares me because it's so <laughs> sudden, it's like a jump scare. I have not encountered rain yet. <laughs> Should we mention that all of the residents of East Shade are animal people? Probably. They're all animal people. Probably. Like bears and monkeys and owls. Yeah. Bears and monkeys and owls. Deer. Um, deer. You can run into raccoon people. Oh no. But they have a very specific quest line associated with them. And they take you into a little area that's lovely and beautiful. <laughs> and I want to go back. It's so It's so cute and lovely. And there is a point where you can solve... A, I don't want to call it a murder mystery because nobody actually dies. Right. But you go to a little island on the lake, and it starts pouring, and you go into this inn that is it's basically an inn on the lake, and that's it. Right. And you learn about this whole um, conspiracy to sell a area of land that is of cultural significance to East Shade. And there's several different competing parties trapped at this inn, and you have to figure out who has stolen a very specific artifact in an attempt to either get this place certified as a cultural history historical site, in which case it will allow scientists essentially to go in and poke and remove religious artifacts and culturally significant artifacts, whether to sell it as a tourist trap, which is obviously the, the wrongest answer, right. <laughs> Or to have it preserved, but essentially allow anybody to stumble onto it and trample all over it, because if it's not private property or considered culturally significant, there's nothing stopping random people from wandering in and taking pictures. Right. And it's a really neat sort of sequence. It did feel kind of out of place, but I had fun with it. Yeah, I did notice there's a few quests in the game that do seem a little more sinister, I guess, (laughs) than the majority of what you're doing in the game, which Mm -hmm. a lot of it's just like, go talk to my cousin over in the town over and tell him what I've been up to, or go collect these flowers or feathers or something. Help me prank my brother. Yes. (laughs) Yes, the grape Danish bear. (laughs) I love him. I love him too. God, he's so good. But there's also, like, in the first town you go to, there's this one situation that you can encounter where one of the people living in town mentions that 
she she kind of dances around it, but she basically mentions that she thinks that her neighbor is abusing his child. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, either confront the neighbor about it or go to the cops. But, like, you don't mm-hmm. have any evidence that this is no, going on. I also fucked that situation up monumentally. I did, too. I went and talked to the neighbor just to be mm-hmm. like, hey. By the way. It's... It's not my business. Your neighbor is a little concerned about your son, and he flipped out on yep. me. He uh, tells you to leave his sight, and if you press him, by the way, he physically assaults you. Yeah, no, it, it, it gets extreme, but, like, you can't go to the fucking cops because it's No, just, you have no evidence. She's just like, also. that kid is running around causing a ruckus. Obviously, he's being neglected and abused by his father, and it's like, you just sound like... You're, you're kind of beginning to care about this. So two things about that quest. Did you get to the point where the child was on the roof? No, what? There's a there's a sequence where um, if you fuck up monumentally enough, as I did, the child who was running around going, I can fly, I can fly. No! Yeah. <laughs> it might have been that I told him you can do anything you uh, believe in. Oh, God. But um, he's up on the, on the roof, and he's like, I can fly, I'll show you all. And you see all of the villagers are reacting to this, and they're like, oh, that's no good. And what you have to do is literally turn your back on this child who's up on the roof because he's like, if you don't turn your back on me, I'm going to jump right now. Otherwise, I'll come down. And you have to you have to look away, and then he's immediately down on the ground, and he's like, I could fly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it was so nerve-wracking because that happened before his father physically assaulted me, and oh, that was the first like God. terrifying thing to happen in this game, and I went, oh... Oh. Oh, God. Because I hadn't even talked to the ship's captain at that point, because she has a whole plot about being distraught about her ship. Right, yeah. I wanted to help her. I never figured out how. Yeah, see, this is why I like the Grape Danish Bear, because he's <laughs> the chillest guy in that town. Grape Danish Bear is fun. I, I managed to miss him on my first go-round of all the villagers, uh. so I ended up in the big city, and I found his brother, who, if you haven't talked to him first... His brother has just been sitting at this table at a cafe for in-game weeks. And every time you talk to him, he's like, I'm a little busy here. <laughs> and then you have to leave. <laughs> and I, was, I needed to know what his deal was. <laughs> so God, that's time... <laughs> right. They've got, like, Brooklyn accents for some reason. It's so good. Everyone else has got these, like whimsical, not-quite-English, not-quite-American accents, and then there's these two bears with Brooklyn accents pranking each other with pastries. Now, there is also, as far as, the writing in this game is very dense. And not yes. in, like, the, not in the sense that I would traditionally use the word dense, it's, it's information-rich. Yeah. In the big city, there is a tavern that you can go to above the inn that you would sleep in, where at night, every night, there are performers. And I have never seen a different performer there in the whole time I played that game. (laughs) And they have, like, in-game, they have, like, hour-long performances that they put on. And it's it's amazing. (laughs) They tell you cultural stories from Eastshade. They do dances. They play music. There's also several buskers that I wish I could give money to. (laughs) But you can't. You just... Yeah. Pass by them, and the in-game music fades out, and you can hear them playing their little flute or whatever. It's very nice. Yeah, there's a lot more sudden intrigue than I thought. Oh, the thing about that child and his father. So you get reprimanded by the sheriff if you do anything. Right. But if you go to the sheriff first, and you're like, hey, I think this guy might be an unfit father. He basically says, well, we don't really handle that. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's fair. kind of what I assumed would happen, which yeah. is why I didn't go to that, and was like, I had not going to... I hadn't seen anything. Like, Like, I just saw the kid running around 
making noise like a kid does. And this nosy neighbor lady is like, that kid is out of control. He's being abused. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you if you have reason to believe that, you talk you to the it. cops. That's yeah. your responsibility. And, like, honestly, just from the way that the father character was written, I feel like he's just not good with people. Yeah. Because that's... He, he specifically asks you, when you, a stranger, wander into his home to see him in a compromising position... Right. ...with a barrel on his head. Right, because he has a vase stuck on his head <laughs> when you first meet him. He tells you to go get a very specific person who is the innkeeper there and who's a very calm and kind yeah. person who's very clearly patient with everyone. Yeah. You go and get her, and she fixes it, and she, you help her also right. fix it. But then he essentially goes, Hi, I don't know you. Can you please leave my home? You make me uncomfortable. Yeah, he's obviously very sensitive to people being judgmental towards him, and he yeah. obviously has an antagonistic relationship with this other neighbor yes. already. So when you show up being yeah. like, I heard from this lady, <laughs> he's instantly like, I know she was talking shit about me. Yeah, and he when very I, rightfully when, tells you to leave his yeah. fucking space. When I confronted him, like, I didn't even mention what she had said specifically no, he yeah. was just like i know what she said about me yeah like i can tell just yeah. like from the look on your face and you need to get the fuck out because you don't know what you're yeah. talking about Leave and she's full of shit to me <laughs> yeah and he's kind of fully within his right to he really respond is. that way he's home and accused him of being a bad dad you're basically a <laughs> stranger it's uh but yeah i i like that that went so early on because it does it kind of a switch in you it it's like kind of oh. slaps the romanticism Whoa. of the setting out of you which <laughs> yeah. is there's, there's For the best, I think. Real people here with, like, real problems. And, hey, this city is the second version of the city because the other one got taken out during a fucking mudslide. Yeah. Which, by the way, you can go and salvage shit out of there. Like, yeah. <laughs> the world's worst scrapper. <laughs> well, I found books in there, I think, which is mm-hmm. like, how? <laughs> I think my favorite thing to do so far, aside from accidentally launch my canoe into the air because I did something wrong... <laughs> It's um, the, the, the boats that you can make react dynamically to the water. Mm. So what I had accidentally done was place my reticle way deep in the water and then spawned my canoe. So the game tried to bob it gently to the surface, but instead it launched it 50 <laughs> feet in the air. Amazing. I actually had to restart because I lost it and oh, I didn't God. have enough materials to make it again. <laughs> but <laughs> my favorite thing to do is get on that canoe and just sort of paddle around the island. Because aside from, I think, two very large waterfalls, you can basically circumnavigate the island and then just sort of... The other, I think, weirdly uncomfortable plotline in that game is having to do with a endangered species of plant. Mm-hmm. It is referred to as black hydra thistle. Right. And if you are like me, a little goblin who picks everything in arm's reach that the game allows you to do, you will accidentally pick some of that before seeing all the signs that are like, hey, don't, don't pick, pick that. This. And later on in the game, there are two characters who respond to this specifically. There is a character whose home you have to zip line into, and my god, I wanted to get to her home so bad. I saw it and I went, that's a little elf house, and I want to be in that little elf house. And I didn't know how to do it, and it was driving me crazy. She is like a psychic who's pretending to be psychic, and she's like, Amazing. I know you, and I know of your sins. You must. <laughs> she's like, your day is going to be shitty if you don't go pick a bunch of weeds. And you pick a bunch of weeds and she pays you for it. And then she's like, psych, don't pick endangered thistles, bitch. <laughs> I'll keep paying you for weeds, though. Nice. She's great. And then there is a a business of an apothecary on the, on the river who, due to another quest, I stumbled onto this. 
you learn that he is he and his wife are having a lot of trouble selling I have met them yeah. yes they're having a lot of trouble selling stuff is it okay if I spoil this quest line for you go go for it so um, they are stealing from their neighbor basically because they are doing so poorly and you can ask around to other people about this and they're like yeah we learned that he was making this specific tincture out of the endangered hydra thistle because mm. that's what the official or excuse me the traditional recipe required and it hasn't really been updated for modern times etc cetera, etc cetera. and you go back and he has no idea about this rumor and he's like i will literally give you some of this and can you go find like a scientist or somebody to test it and then i can like post it in the newspaper i don't know man <laughs> please i'm dying <laughs> And you go and you take it to a to a scientist, and she's like, "Yeah, there's no hydrothistle." And this guy is like, "You you save him business. Thank you for telling people I'm not some sort of eco monster." <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he's also like stealing and doing all of this stuff without telling his wife as well. There's a whole thing about them. I really like that quest line, <laughs> especially because you're given more than ample opportunity to tell those people to go fuck themselves because yeah. they're stealing from their elderly neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> But they are one of the people in the end who send you a very nice letter if you do nice things with them. That is the, um, after you officially paint all four of those memorial portraits for your mother, you are given the option to leave Eastshade whenever, basically. You're given a free ticket because your ticket to Eastshade, uh, involved crashing. (laughs) Yeah. So they're like, okay, here's a free ticket, please don't. (laughs) Please. But you can take that back whenever. And then I expected the very long, drawn-out sequence of basically circling the island and then letting it fade into the distance was going to be the ending. So that's lovely. That's beautiful. It lets you look at the island again. But the game fades back in to a room covered in any of the paintings that you've kept for yourself. And there's little areas that you can interact with all over the room. And you go and you can read letters from people that you've interacted with and made a positive influence on during the game. Nice. And I think my two favorite ones are in the first town, there's a little girl who you can help teach to paint. Oh, yeah. She teaches you how to make homemade canvases. Right. And in return, you're like, let's do some painting. Yeah. She and her mother write to you, and you can tell which one is which because the little girl's handwriting is much worse, and it's very cute. And then a little farther down the trail from that first town, there is a pair of people who are living in a cute little like hobbit hole and one of them is a gardener and one of them is a very awkward man who will ask you about slug cakes and teach you how to build a little raft right yeah and i adore him and he's my favorite I've met them yeah and his i think maybe brother or partner i actually don't know it, what it's unclear yeah what the relationship is but um the other person in that relationship he will talk to you and he's basically like you didn't instantly call him weird and creepy and I like you for that and that man will write you a letter at the end and he'll be like yeah Bodan says thank you for building a raft with him and talking to him he didn't want to write but he says thank you those are my two favorite I like them a lot yeah it's lovely it's just it's such a even after all of the weird weird bullshit haunted ice cave (laughs) God. <laughs> There's a lot going on in Do this game. Do you see actual ghosts in this game? Because this feels like a game where you would see actual ghosts. No. Okay. You think it's a ghost. It is not a ghost. Okay. Sure is a hallucination, though. Oh. <laughs> okay. A, the Haunted Ice Cave is an interesting setup, and I will admit that when I first saw one of the hallucinations, I physically jumped in my chair because I was like, I thought this was some bullshit! That's a ghost! <laughs> it was great. It was perfectly timed 
and then I fucked it up because I had to go back and talk to someone, and then I turned back and I saw the ghost again, so it was clearly a scripted event, and I was like, oh, still cool though. <laughs> it's, it's such a good game, and I really want people to experience it for themselves. Yeah. Especially in this, our time of crisis, I feel like this kind of game is very important. Yeah, just about, like, being outside and interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Doing the things we can't so much do right now. Just, like, creating and enjoying creating yourself. Creating things, respecting nature. Getting getting two butch lesbians together. Yes. <laughs> That's still my favorite. You meet a little bear, and she's a baker, and she does the lesbian thing where she's like, I baked her a, a, a loaf of bread in the shape of a rose because I love her, and she ate it, and she said she loved it too, but I think we're still just friends, and I don't know how to ask her out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking cute. Uh, and you can either sabotage their relationship and what a monster. Or you can get them together, because what you do is you go and you ask her, this girl that she wants to ask out, what her favorite place in the world is. And um, through that dialogue tree, she can be like, yeah, I don't really like going to this specific city, because I go there all the time, and it kind of sucks, and it's kind of dinky. And then when you go back to the the baker, you can be like, she likes the city. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's so good. And I love them death and when they get together your little baker friend is like you're the best person in the world i love you so much i am in so i am in love i'm in so much love and it's wholesome and I love oh. It. <laughs> oh god it's i when i reached that this, i was this like this game just brings me peace <laughs> when i reached that point in the game i was like i'm gonna play every possible second of this game i'm going to get every piece of content out of it i need to get back into this game Oh, it's so good. I, I took a break from it to play more pathologic and never <laughs> got back to it. It's uh, the opposite sides of the spectrum I see. Opposite sides of the first person dizzying <laughs> viewpoint perspective. But yeah, if if nothing else, this roughly half hour long ramble about East Shade, maybe check it out. Yeah. Because it's really good. It's... And I hope the company keeps making more games like this. Yes. Because it's just so very specifically out there in a in a passion project sort of way. Yeah. That I want to see what else this group would come up with because it's it's I adore it. It's <laughs> delightful. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? That's all I have for E Shade. Please play E Shade. I really do want to play E Shade more now. You should you should <laughs> so, play some, please I guess please that's play my afternoon. <laughs> please play some more. Alright. No more of this Neopets bullshit. I will get on the Neopets for you. Send me that referral. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think I have like six Neopets accounts now because I keep starting I it cannot remember. <laughs> I cannot remember my old one. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Grumble Pack. Please play E-Shade. Please at least check it out. Look at the, 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 the creators. Look at some of the other stuff they might have done. I'm going to do that literally right now as soon as we stop recording. <laughs> I don't know if they've done a whole lot of other stuff. No. They are the publisher is called East Shade Studios. Studio, so yeah. I'm guessing this is their their flagship yes. game. I need to go check it out, though, because I just, yeah. I am, I am enamored. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a lovely experience. You will not regret it. Please do it. Thank you for listening to Grumble Pack. Thank you. I don't know why I said you will not regret it. Like, I'm (laughs) fucking red. (laughs) 
because he's on our island today. Is he? Oh, shit. And I bought art from him, and he's like, thanks, you won't regret it. And I'm like, why would anyone ever say that? And then I just said it. Goodbye, friends. Please tell Ishe goodbye. (laughs)